Stream Anime Radio. Everybody, to the Extreme Anime Radio podcast. It is the 15th of December 2022. Time's a ticking, only 10 days until the big day. Have you done your Christmas shopping yet or your holiday shopping? I'm JR, and joining me as per usual and appearing to be in a very festive mood tonight is Mr. Neff Canuck. Hello, sir. In answer to your question. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Well, and, uh, you haven't uh, wrapped your presents. Uh, you're too distracted by the World Cup. That and a few other things. It's been like, okay, add to that. The weather decided to go completely batshit bonkers today. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, is it Monday or is it just me? Mm-hmm. Now, of course, as we're recording this, it's a Thursday. Right. So that should tell you what kind of a week I've had. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I had a very interesting day at work, but that that I'll leave that to myself. <laughs> we have uh, oh, we had a a big explosion of um, emotes on the screen, Neff. I don't know if you noticed that just now. I, I did, and I was going, oh dear, Sarah seems to have exploded. <laughs> so we have otaku video games rating with uh, oh, we have more. <laughs> Look at that! Wow, what a distraction to start the podcast. I was going to say, I feel like Lawrence Welk. <laughs> and for those of you that don't get the reference, look it up on YouTube. And his big band. Indeed. So, brought to you by... Brought to you by... You don't remember? Okay. During the last itineration of his show, it was brought to you by Geritol. Which should tell you? Which should tell you his target audience. <laughs> <laughs> so, in order, uh, Liz uh, has subscribed uh, for 23 months on a 23 month streak. 23 months is a match for my maturity, she says. Um, we had Flax rating by himself, which I don't know why we still get a notification for that. And Bree has subscribed for 12 months, currently on a seven-month streak. Woohoo, rainbow. Yes, you got the rainbow X. There you go. So congratulations, and uh, thank you so much for everybody's support. Really appreciate it. Indeed. When you said 23 months, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's about as long as a certain player on the local hockey team has been making points during games. Oh, 
Yes, uh, one Mitchell Marner. I believe he is at 23 games right now. Mm. <laughs> they, they are playing, as we speak, uh, in your neck of the woods. Oh, I see. Yes, quite. But, uh... Playing against the New York Strangers, as we like to call them. That's that's the polite version. The Strangers, huh? <laughs> yes, that's the, that's the polite version. There's a very impolite name we give them as Maple Leafs fans, but I won't repeat that here. Good, very good. And we'll have to edit it out if you do. <laughs> But uh, welcome, everybody. We are in the middle of the holiday season, right at the peak of it, I would say. Um, and I would like to invite everybody, as per usual, to join us on the video realm and on the audio realm, depending on where you're watching us or listening to us. So if you're watching us and you want to take us wherever you go, you can download the podcast by going to anchor.fm forward slash anime radio and uh, by... Also, searching for the Extreme Anime Radio podcast on your favorite podcasting platform. I'm getting an alert that we have a hype train close because we've had so many subscriptions. What do you guys think? Uh, should we continue the hype, hype train choo-choo? No? Well, let's try it. I mean, we can always, you know, train ourselves to do that. <laughs> um, but then uh, we also have uh, on the audio realm, if you're listening to us right now, I'm going to do something on video that's not going to make a whole lot of sense if you're listening. So I would suggest, as Neff scrolls off the screen, that you go to um, Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash Extreme Anime Radio. Okay, I, I'm not sure what's going on here. I'm trying to move and the camera's move. I'm not mo Okay, if I move like this. Okay, th th okay camera shenanigans 101. All of a sudden, my camera has decided randomly that I am going to move, and I have literally set the camera to not do that. Mm. But for some reason, there may be a bug somewhere in one of the programs, mm. uh, the program has decided that, no, the minute you even scooch a millimeter, we're going to shove you off the screen, sort of like a certain pink lion who used to say, exit, stage right. <laughs> Uh, we have 100 bits from Liz. Uh, bits are something we rarely see around here. So uh, we still say, have the... I'm, I'm a bit confused. <laughs> we still have a hype train that is close. I'm getting the warning here. We have under a minute. But uh, I've, never, I've never done a hype train, so we've got to see what that's like if we get to it. Um, but anyway, so once again, listening to us, watch us on twitch.tv forward slash extreme anime radio because... Otherwise, you have no idea what we're going to talk about, um, depending on the situation. For example, Neff's camera scrolls off to one side. And what I'm going to do right now is uh, I'm going to turn off my background to make things a little bit easier for a little something. Oh, we have a, a tier one sub to Caldeth. How about that? Now, does that continue the train? <laughs> Good question. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we may not, we may not do it, but hey, you know what? We had a nice little activity here. Thank you so much. But now I want to show you my. I think I've worn this on the podcast before. I'm going to lower this microphone so everybody can see my Sailor Moon, uh, my Sailor Moon T-shirt. I've worn, I've worn this on the show before, haven't I? I believe so, or a Mercury t-shirt. I can't remember which. Okay, yes. So herein, herein lies the show and tell. I just want to point out and make it clear 
that I am not a nerd fan of Sailor Moon. I am not a nerd fan of Sailor Moon. I am not a nerd fan of Sailor Moon. Once again, I repeat myself. I am not a nerd fan of Sailor Moon. Definitely not a nerd fan of Sailor Moon. Yes, I've collected all the t-shirts. I was going to say, you keep saying not. I don't think you, I don't think you know what the meaning of that word is right now, JR. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, as my... Um, as the fake green screen slowly catches back up again. <laughs> uh, wow, this looks weird. Hello? I was going to say, your, your, your green screen seems to have um, a little bit of a problem now catching up to. <laughs> uh, we have a switch mascot emote, Sarah. But anyway, um, some news that I wanted to share um, with you. Um, oh, we're going, we're having some, oh, there we go. We're having a little, uh, having a little bit of an issue getting the, the thing to pop up on the screen there. But anyway, uh, if you haven't seen that, NHK has come out with a documentary about, uh, the history of Sailor Moon. Ooh, that sounds interesting. So it's a 30 minute documentary. And it is freely available on NHK World Japan's video on demand now. So you have a whole year to watch it, Neff, and tell me what you think. Okay, since I'm going to be off on vacation uh, during the Christmas season, and then a couple weeks after that to take care of several things, I will definitely watch it, I promise. Okay. Uh, it's very, very fascinating to watch. Uh, they have interviews with the original editor of the um the publication that released sailor moon as a manga and also an interview with the voice actress of sailor moon kotono mitsuishi i was going to say i'm trying to remember which publication originally had sailor moon i'm i'm blanking on that right now and i'm, I'm like i you have to find that out and uh you don't know this off by heart, JR? No, I don't. What kind of moony are you? <laughs> <laughs> and more importantly, I seem to be having some issues changing my windows. My my computer is acting a little wonky here. Well, before we before we started, my computer demanded to restart for an update and it was going through the motions and I'm going, "Come on, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up." Mm. And it's like, you know, ah, Windows, when you want to update, you want to do it, like, right at the worst possible time. <laughs> Nakayoshi was the publication. Okay, they must, they must be long gone, because I don't recall that publication. Nakayoshi by uh, Kodansha. Let ah, me... so, it's an Im so it's an imprint. Right. Um, and uh, let's see, Nakayoshi... Oh, it's still, uh, apparently it's still running. I don't see a, a stop publication date here, so. Oh, okay. So quite interesting. But, uh, yes, um, there's the interviews of the new Sailor Moon exhibit that's going on in Tokyo right now, uh, which is closing at the end of this month. Nah. And um, also some interviews with some other rabid Sailor Moon fans, including one person... 
one woman who actually had a Sailor Moon wedding recently. Well, if you're a fan, you'll go to certain lengths. <laughs> I will say that as someone whose car is sort of an homage to Sailor Moon, if you remember the first English dub. Oh, Deke. Yes, but there was a, fra- a catchphrase by a certain negaverse villain that sort of tickled my fancy. Oh, now you when make me think. When referencing a certain oddly garbed gentleman. Tuxedo Matt, I'm lost, wow. Okay, Zoosite and Zoosite's Rather rude nickname for Tuxedo Mask. Cape Boy. Ah. And I think I just broke JR. <laughs> you didn't you didn't know you didn't realize that. Mm-mm. <laughs> okay, I thought you would have known that, but okay. <laughs> Like that, that's, uh, no, the, if you, if go back way, 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 way to my childhood, I mean, come on. Okay, wait a minute here. I'm not that old. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, um, I want to go on to say that this person's Sailor Moon wedding was, um, produced by Naoko Takeuchi. Okay, now that would definitely be interesting. Yes. She produced uh, the wedding and the dresses that the bride wore. Because, you know, Japanese weddings, they have to wear se- several different dresses. Mm-hmm. So she created several different Sailor Moon dresses. And yes, call that you are correct. No doubt the groom had to be tuxedo mask. <laughs> well, if he was willing to dress in a rather... Odd shade of lavender. Mm-hmm. He could have been Endymion. Oh yes. And I say odd shade of lavender because, frankly, that was a very odd shade. I remember that. Yeah. Hmm. But uh, no, um, I highly recommend it. It does justice to the series. That um, also uh, has a teaser for the Sailor Moon Cosmos movie, I think, which is coming out in July. Uh, really looking forward to watching that. Um, so a little bit of a snippet is included in the NHK uh, documentary. All in all, very good. Um, Mika Zelda actually almost woke me up as I was trying to go to bed. And Mika Zelda said that they saw the Sailor Moon documentary and was crying. So, I'm like, wow, it, it, that, that that's something I really have to make time to watch soon, and I'm glad I did over my uh, over my Thai dinner. <laughs> yes, well, I, I've been trying. I, I just bought a bunch of manga, and you see, the problem with buying manga on the iPad is it's not like a physical book that sits there and says, read me. Mm-hmm. You, buy the, you buy it on the iPad, and it's there, and you're like, okay, I'm going to start to read this. Then you get distracted. Mm. Go back to it. You start to get distracted. 
You hit a point where the character makes you want to smack things. You you know look at something else and get distracted. So it's like, ugh. I uh, after watching this, I'm kind of interested in getting started with the manga to Sailor Moon. I've never read the manga to Sailor Moon, and I really have no excuse to now read the manga for Sailor Moon because um, one of the gifts I got from my coworkers um, while I was recovering was the whole Sailor Moon manga. <laughs> so are we talking the Kodasha... Takuban versions, the ones that in the white covers. I think like five or seven fat, uh, fat manga books. Yeah. Okay. The, oh, okay. Those are the okay. Those are the bigger ones because I got the first version that was more a a normal size manga because the thicker versions with the big spines. Right. Ooh, those are those are kind of hard to open and close. Mm. And read, especially if you only have one good hand. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're saying I should uh, try to be careful when I when I read them? Yes, as yeah, again because it's this giant spine, <laughs> and if you're not careful, you're gonna hear snap. Uh, yes, but I'm sure you'll be gentle. <laughs> uh-huh. I'll uh, I'll be careful now that you've mentioned that. <laughs> But, uh, no, there's a lot more going on uh, that uh, I wanted to talk to you about, Neff. Uh, well, something actually um, I think you brought up to me was uh, of our one of our favorite animes in recent years, as you can see it to slide off the screen. <laughs> I, you know what? On my end, I'm seeing that, according to my end, you're pausing the app, and when that happens, I start sliding. So I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it says that JR has minimized the app, sit tight. And the minute we come back, I start going all over the place, and I don't know why. Huh. Let me try something here. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I go like this. The camera's not following me. Stabilize yourself. Uh, there you go. <laughs> well, I'll be stable until your side says... I've paused the stream, <laughs> and I don't know why your site says it pauses the stream. Yeah. So it might be something on my end. I don't know because, as I said, Windows updated, so. Yeah, I can't, I can't switch through Windows quite easily here for some reason, so that could be also part of it. That's probably what it is. Mm. Yes, but as you were saying, um, Comey can't communicate. Mm-hmm. Remember how I complained at the beginning of what is, quote-unquote, season two, that I thought the animation was off? Oh yeah, and you you sort of side-eyed me and said, "No, I think you're overreacting." And I was like, "Hmm." <laughs> As it turns out, I was right. Yes, because the producers went back because apparently uh, a couple of the in-betweeners were ill, and they had to use other people, and it shows. So they've gone back and corrected some of the more egregious visual glitches. That will be corrected not only for now the Netflix broadcast, but for the eventual Blu-rays. Mm. Now I haven't. Now to be fair, since since everything's on streaming now, I haven't been quite as into getting the physical copies of stuff. So I don't know when and if. Well, obviously there's going to be, or who's going to be distributing 
these Blu-rays, but I will probably pick them up just to support the product because, you know, you support them by buying the manga, buying the Blu-rays, yeah, and not dressing as Tadano Hitohito, especially when he dresses otherwise. <laughs> I.e. when he cross-dresses, which I bought the latest version, latest manga, and he's doing it again. Oh, no. In New York. Which actually probably isn't the weirdest thing you would ever see in New York, so. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> and poor JR is going, what the heck? And I'm sliding off the screen again. And I didn't I do did... anything this time. Okay. Now, I moved my hand. So, do I have a magic hand? Let me see. If I move my hand like this, do I move this way? If I move my hand like this, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hey, look, everybody, it's Senor Wences. <laughs> I think I need a bigger box. <laughs> mm. Okay, I, I don't know what's going on. My camera's possessed tonight. I have no clue, folks. If you're listening to this podcast, you have no idea why JR's laughing and why I am ready to, you know, put a brick through my head. Why part of Neff's face is impaled by the screen right now. But uh, no, uh, Tadano and I would imagine Comey in New York City, huh? Well, it's actually the entire class. Ah. So various pairings are made, and some of them are absolutely hilarious. Others are absolutely frightening. Mm. And we get a confession scene in a church in New York City. Which, for some reason, which I have not yet discovered, has signboards that are still in Japanese. So I'm suspecting that Viz didn't quite clean up all of the stuff when they translated it over and missed this. Okay. The only reason I caught it, because I was like, I look around, you know, the beautiful... It's a, as I say, it's a church. It's very nice. It's, and I look at the architecture, and, and I happen to notice a sign off to my left. And then I notice the sign is in Japanese, like with Japanese uh, hiragana. And I'm going, uh-oh, yeah. somebody at Viz messed up there. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What? So I actually stopped just before we came on air in the middle of that confession scene because – we know how this confession scene is going to go mm-hmm. only because we know the name of the main character of the series. Mm-hmm. That'll give you a hint. It's not Comey and Tadano in the church. But that's all I'll say. Interesting. Now you're making me think about this a little bit. They haven't greenlit another anime se- season, have they? Not yet. I would suspect they're probably thinking about it. Because from what I can tell, the manga is selling like mad over in North America. Mm. Plus, it's been translated into multiple languages. Um, At last count, I want to say probably at least 10 different languages that I know off off the top of my head. Mm -hmm. Between English, French, German, uh, Chinese, Mm -hmm. uh, Turkish, which was an odd one to me. (laughs) And a couple of other languages I can't remember off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. But I'm going, if it's that widely spread, I would think Netflix, you know, 
although they're hemorrhaging money right now, mm-hmm. might be going, well, this might make us money if we spend some. Mm. But uh, No, I, I'm very interested to see how this turns out and if they do uh, proceed, how they how they depict uh, my wonderful city. I, I'm morbidly curious now. Well, I, I will say this. They renamed uh, your main airport, probably for reasons of copyright, but in the weirdest way I could think of. So I'm like going, okay, you didn't want to use the name, but you want to get close, but you didn't want to use the name, but you didn't want to get, but you didn't want to get close. So it's like, LaGuardia Airport, Kennedy Airport. What's so bad about that? No, it was J. uh, uh, What did they call it? It wasn't Kennedy. It was some other name. It was just like so whack. I was going, huh? You you renamed it what? (laughs) As I'm sitting there reading, you know, and having been in that airport, I'm going, did a fair fair depiction of it. Okay. At least for its size and size and scope, because don't forget. That particular airport, JFK, is your biggest of the three. Oh, yes. Um, and I actually had to pick up my folks uh, from their little uh, traveling excursion there last night. Uh, they ended up arriving in one of the older 1960s built terminals that is soon to be demolished. Why they put them there instead of the main terminal, I have no idea. But given the fact that, um, well, next to that terminal, there's no place to park because they're demolishing that parking garage as part of the new Terminal 1 expansion. Oh, dear. So did you end up doing ring around the airport for a while? No, I just hung out at work because it's close enough to the airport. <laughs> and then when they called, I, we have our bags. Okay, I'm on my way. Well, there you go. <laughs> Now, now, when you say that, I'm going because, so that's, is that the oldest terminal left? Ah, I think the oldest terminal left, well, that one and the old British Airways terminal that they're now in the process of demolishing, the Sunport. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, because I'm trying, because I'm trying to remember, because your airport has, the JFK has how many terminals? Eight? Eight, I believe, officially, yeah. But that that number will kind of, let's see, one, two, four, five, six, and they close seven, and then we have eight. So right now we have six. Now is the plan to get back up to eight at some point? Not sure. I know they've they've done reconstruction projects in Newark and LaGuardia. I mean, you've flown into LaGuardia. You, you've seen what a difference it is except on the mm. way out. Um, and then, uh, so I think Kennedy now is the next big thing. Like, for example, now they're going to expand Terminal 1, they're demolishing the parking garage. I remember when I was a kid going every so often to pick up my uncle when he flew into on Delta to visit my uh, late uh, grandparents, God rest their souls. And I remember when that Terminal 1 garage was built, and now they're demolishing it again. And I remember when the Terminal 1 building was built, and now they're demolishing it again. <laughs> yeah, I hate to warn you. Time passes. Because <laughs> don't forget, like, you think that's bad. It was Terminal 1 and 2 at Pearson. Mm-hmm. Then Terminal 1 and Terminal 3. Yes. Then 
Terminal 1 gets demolished for a new terminal. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, time passes. The only thing that stays constant at the airport is they separate you from your money, whether you're coming or going, quite literally. Yeah. <laughs> I outlived the terminal. Uh, sounds like a change a lot since then. Yes, it has. That was something I'll get to, you know, when the time is appropriate, I guess. Um, there's another very famous franchise, Neff, that I've never seen. But, you know, we've played a lot of the music here when we had a radio station called Extreme Anime Radio. City Hunter, the very popular franchise of the uh, late 80s into early 90s, and they had an anime in the late 80s, correct? That's correct, and I believe they've had already one live-action movie, and are they doing another one, I heard? Ah, uh, yes, okay. Netflix is jumping on the live-action bandwagon for City Hunter, coming in 2024. And I just broke Neff Canuck. Uh, again, <laughs> what is this with Netflix trying and failing miserably at trying to take classic anime and go, we can make live action and we can make it work? One Piece, Gundam, Cowboy Bebop, Yu Yu Hakusho, well, and now City Hunter. We haven't, okay, to be fair, we haven't seen what the results of One Piece yet. Right. We haven't seen the results of Yu Yu Hakusho. Uh, we Gundam. did seek help. We did see Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> and boy. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say, watch it on your own merits. Don't watch the anime first. Otherwise, you will probably be very disappointed. Mm. Uh, you won't be disappointed if you're a Ghibli fan, Neff. You heard that news. Uh, nope. No. Uh... Hayao Miyazaki is, for the first time, um, coming out of retirement to release a film. Wait a minute. He said he was done. He, yeah. he was like, no, I've had it. I'm done. You know, have a nice life. and move I'm moving on to my next phase of my life. Mm -mm. <laughs> we have a new movie uh, from Studio Ghibli coming in 2023. Uh, and uh, what is it called? How Do You Live? That's the name of the film. And it's going to be his first uh, film in 10 years. And how old is he? If he isn't in his late 70s by now, I'll eat, a, I'll eat my hat. Yeah. But, I, I mean, I suppose if he, you know, feels the urge to create, we should all, you know, take a look because most of the stuff he creates is very, you know, Memorable. Unique. That's another word for it, yes. Mm -hmm. Some would say acid trip on occasion. <laughs> but, of course, in Japan, you know, if you would say that, they'd be going, we don't do drugs in Japan. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> That's what kind of it looks like sometimes, doesn't it? Yeah, it's like, like I said, some of, his, some of his films, literally, if you start a drinking game at some of the weird stuff that goes on in a Miyazaki film, mm. your liver would explode by about <laughs> the third act of this movie, of the, whatever movie you're watching. Mm. But, uh, no, that's, uh, that's something I think uh, it's, uh, remains to be seen, you know, how it's going to get uh, distributed uh, around here, because I know, th those things always take time. I will lay folding money 
the mouse will be distributing it here. Not G-Kids? Nope. Because you may have noticed that the mouse has been getting heavily into anime. And some of the series that we thought would go to the more traditional sites, a.k.a. Crunchyroll and High Dive, mm. are now being you know, put on Disney+. Plus. Which, of course, has led to, you know, various consternations. For example, Bleach, The Thousand Years' War. That's on Disney+. Plus. Interesting. And all of Bleach got pulled off of Crunchyroll to get put on Disney+. Plus. Ah. Needless to say, the Bleach fans were not amused that the mouse did this. <laughs> I, I, I can't disagree to say that, you know... Wait a minute here. This is the, you know, accessible platform. And now all of a sudden we have to give money to the mouse. <laughs> because there are people who, you know, despise the mouse, which can be a fair cop because the mouse does things with its IP that intellectual property that <clears throat> let's just say, you know, cause me to be cranky. <clears throat> but you know, when you have the gold, you make the rules sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Bob Iger's back in charge over there at Disney. Well, that's the that's the, the interesting part now that Bob Iger's back. Mm. Because he was not a part of this whole, let's, you know, grab this new form of entertainment. Mm -hmm. Well, new in the sense of new to us and, you know, make money off it. So mm -hmm. we shall see if he changes the the, the mouse's direction on that. Right. It's much like with Netflix and their cost-cutting. There is, you know, a fear that, well, a fear slash hope mm -hmm. that if they don't see enough profit in the anime business, they get out of it. Mm -hmm. But the problem with that is you're assuming that the anime, for example, that they've licensed or helped co-create will have a place to go. Mm-hmm. And, of course, now with the consolidation in the industry, right. there aren't that many places left anymore. Mm. So. Now, uh, Flax is pointing out uh, that apparently in the U.S., Bleach is on Hulu. Mm, okay, so in the U.S. it's on, because we, I read the report, it said Disney+. Plus, So it could be on Hulu in the States, but obviously up here in, you know, Mouse, in Kanakistan, uh, we would not have Hulu. Mm-hmm. See, it's it's odd. So for some reason, some streaming services won't cross the border. Others will do so gleefully. Right. Uh, to the consternation of the local streaming services who then lose the contracts to the content back to its original creators. Mm. See all the Showtime uh, properties that are now being siphoned off of Crave, all which right. is the Canadian uh, thing, uh, going to Paramount Plus, which is now, you know, doing their big push into Canada. Uh, but... Uh... But no, um, Hulu and Disney are owned by the same company. So, well, yeah. So I guess okay, in a so, way. Yeah, I mean, in, in, so in a sense, it's the same thing. Although, I don't know if you can get Bleach on Disney Plus in the U.S. Right. So um, that's, that's a trick. And it could be another situation where once something is announced, it may just take time for you know, the whole process to be complete. Um, look at uh, like the way many many shows have moved from one service to another, 
you know, when they they get announced, and then it usually takes a few months at least before you see it on the on the other service. And the best part is because of the way the contracts are, sometimes shows that are leaving, for example, Netflix US, don't leave Netflix Canada, mm. and vice versa, of course. Mm -hmm. So it can it's this real mess, and everybody's going, wait a minute, this this was not supposed to happen, mm -hmm. you know, when we all ditched cable TV, and I'm like, well. Did you not expect that the content creators would go, wait a minute, why should we sublicense it to X service mm -hmm. when we can simply create our own service and make you pay for it if you want to see the content? Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, but, you know, maybe I'm an old cynic here, but I knew this was going to happen because it's like, wait a minute, content is king. If you own it, you want to keep it. You don't want to sublicense it to somebody else. Because you're literally giving money away. Mm. It's like, for example, and this is the best example I know of, uh, the local baseball team up here is owned by a broadcast company. So, Major League Baseball rules say whenever the contract for broadcasting comes up, mm. the team is supposed to go out to market. Since this, since this ball club has been owned by this broadcasting company up here, the rights have never gone to market, ever, mm. for radio or TV. And somehow this skates by the Major League rule, and I don't know how they do it. But again, the one who has the gold, or in this case the content, mm -hmm. pretty much makes the rules. We, 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 we kind of floated this bad idea in the past. Uh, the XAR premium service. What kind of content could we provide on the XAR premium service? <laughs> I don't know what you'd consider premium. That's that's the question I would have. I mean, uh, you know, I'm going, hmm. <laughs> I mean, if you're thinking OnlyFans, the answer is no. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Um, no, uh, the... What we can provide actually right now is um, wonderful content um, that we're sharing on our social media with our mascot, Sarah and Umemi, including um, a pair of, um, of, of twin sisters um, that live in Argentina. And I've been sort of uh, talking to both of them, uh, you know, about upcoming projects uh, over the last few days. Um, they're chatting with me, but they also seem like it, they've got their mind elsewhere, Neff. If you expect me to start singing Don't Cry For Me, Argentina, I'm going to bop you over the head. <laughs> what a messy situation. Oh, that's not a goal. Not by a long shot. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we have our final. Mm-hmm. The Moroccan dream comes crashing down mm. as it hits the French uh, border. <laughs> you got to give kudos to Morocco, first uh, first uh, African nation to reach the semifinals. Well, yeah, I mean, they, they definitely, you know, fought long, fought hard, and essentially, you know, ran up against a team that, you know, with Kylian Mbappe... Um, you're not going to beat them short of putting Mr. Mbappe on the bench. Mm. 
So, so now the question. So now the question is in the final. Who who do you like, Mbappe yeah. or Messi? Right. It's sad that I'm gonna be at. Uh, uh, well, the kickoff's ten o'clock, right? So I'll probably be driving to work as this as the game unfolds. Ten a.m. on Sunday. I might be watching at least the first half from bed. To be honest with you, <laughs> <laughs> it's like. Put the adjustable bed up to the seated position, mm. grab the iPad, and there we go. I'll probably be paying more attention to the uh, – I might be able to pay more attention to the third-place game on Saturday between Croatia and Morocco. Now, that could be an interesting game because Croatia definitely is not happy. Right. And Morocco is not happy. Mm. So when you have two squads that are unhappy about their lot in life at this point mm. – there could be some fireworks, mm. which might be interesting. Um, do you know what time that match is? By it's by also ten a.m. I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. We had we had all these early, late starts, and now all these last two matches are the crack of dawn, basically. Well, because now they're trying to stick stick them in as much as prime time and as much as the world as they can, right? Because mm. don't forget, for example, in Europe. 10 a.m. works out to East Coast time, works out to, let's say, Britain, for example. That's five hours ahead, so that's 10 plus 5, which is 3 o'clock, mm. okay? So you're, as you go over Europe, you're getting closer to prime time and the bigger, bigger markets. So I'm not surprised, but, of course, this makes things very interesting for us out here because we're like 10 a.m. Yeah. on a Sunday, on a weekend. <laughs> you suck. Hey, you know, in the bright side, look at uh, four years from now, or three and a half years, if you will, uh, when North America will have uh, the next FIFA World Cup. Well, that's going to be interesting because I never quite got the mechanics. I, I've always tried to figure out the times they had the matches in their head, in my head. So my guess would be maybe three o'clock Eastern and seven o'clock Eastern. Mm, maybe something like that. That, that that sounds logical, doesn't it? Well, that would sound logical, but then again, remember, that would be for our viewing audience is perfect. But what about the rest of the world? Right. You'd be looking at, I, I think a FIFA World Cup final like 3 in the afternoon sounds a little more plausible. It would be 8 o'clock in, in you know, parts of Europe at that point. So. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, I just look at this and I'm going... Well, wait a minute. Okay, so the third place match is Saturday at 10. Mm -hmm. Then American football takes over because now we're into that part of the schedule. Oh, that's schedule. right. We got, uh, we, your, your game is Saturday night, isn't it? Saturday night, seven inches of snow is forecast. Come into my parlor, Miami. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> now, this goes back. Now, this goes back, folks, for the reason my reaction. Uh, the last game Buffalo played in Miami, it was blazingly hot, 104 Fahrenheit. Wow. And the visitors' benches were in the sun. Ooh. They had players literally almost dropping from heat exhaustion. And Miami manages to squeak out a win against a, bang a banged-up Bills squad at that time. Mm. So the Bills squad is now healthier. They are motivated, mm -hmm. and Miami, I hope you like sushi because you're going to become it come Saturday night. 
Uh, and I'll probably end up being these words in a week's time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got uh, two teams with two good winning records, 8-5 uh, and five for Miami, 10-3 and three for you, I think. 10-3 and three and right now number one seed in the AFC. Mm. Because we have the tiebreaker with the Kansas City. <laughs> Excuse me, I refuse to use their full name because it makes me want to barf. Mm. But uh, no, to touch up real quick on uh, what Caldo was mentioning in the chat. He's not a fan of the U.S. and Canada and Mexico splitting up uh, the hosting duties for the next World Cup. Well, I, I think part of the problem is going to be how are they going to split the matches? Okay. Because we know that each country, Canada, U.S., and Mexico, will get matches, will get their countries in because they're hosting. Right. That's automatic. So the question then becomes, for example, for the U.S., where do they play? Do they play on the West Coast? Do they play on the East Coast? Because as I remember, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head, mm-hmm. I think part of their matches will be in the old L.A. Coliseum, on the West Coast, and then on the East Coast, I'm not quite sure where they are. I, I want to say Chicago Stadium is the plan, but I might be wrong on that. Okay, uh, I'm just looking real quick. Uh, Los Angeles, no. They're going to use SoFi in Los Angeles. Oh, so SoFi, and, is, and who's in, in, in the East? What are they using? Let's in see. Uh, well, I got the whole list here. I'm well, sure we've gone, over this, we, we've gone over this list before, but let's see. Uh, so Boston, Gillette Stadium, uh, New York, MetLife Stadium, uh, Philadelphia, Lincoln Financial, Toronto is going to be BMO. BMO Field. Yeah. So I'm sure they're not going to host the FIFA World Cup final there. <laughs> no, 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 no. Basically, Canada and Mexico are only going to be used for qualifying matches and maybe a round of 16 game, depending, I think. Mm-hmm. That's, um, I think that's the plan. Uh, Lincoln Financial Field, Atlanta, and then, uh, let's see, Kansas City, uh, Arrowhead Stadium. So mostly all the NFL stadiums they're going to use. Well, uh, I just laugh because uh, Kansas City's uh, Arrowhead Stadium, as, as I remember, I will not use their corporate name, um, that is a very loud venue when full. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we We are talking a venue that basically – you know, if you are the opposition, mm-hmm. you'll be deaf. Yeah. Because the crowd will try to deafen you literally. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so in Canada, it's Toronto and Vancouver. So right. part of me thought about getting tickets, but then I realized, okay, first of all, the Canada games would be out of reach. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if they're going to be doing them in Toronto or Vancouver or maybe splitting it. One, right. one in each, and then one back. Mm-hmm. Then I thought, okay, what other countries would I like to watch? And I thought, okay, maybe Switzerland. But then I'm like, A, what are the odds mm-hmm. that Switzerland will get a game in Canada? Right. And I said, with my luck, they'll be out in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't, I don't envy anybody who's going to try and get, how, get uh, a hotel room out in Vancouver for the World Cup because they're going to be paying out the nose. Um. So three stadiums in Mexico, including uh, Stadio Azteca. So um, the top three um, World Cup venues for 2026 in order of capacity apparently are Estadio Azteca, um, MetLife Stadium, and 
AT&T, where the Cowboys play? They're going to play on that cursed pitch? I would, I would imagine if it was me, I would probably do the FIFA World Cup final in either New York or Mexico City. Mm, I don't know. Part of me says SoFi or AT&T would get the final. Really? I think so. Who did the and final last uh, many years ago when we had it? Do you remember? Was it on the West Coast? Was it the Rose Bowl? I can't remember. That was that was 96, dude. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Mm. I think I still had hair back then. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no. Um, very, very oh, fun. Uh, 1994, according to uh, 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 a comment from the chat room. So Yeah. But that's still, that's a very long time ago. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's see, 1994. So the let's see where the final was held. The final was at the Rose Bowl. Yeah, I was right. You have a better memory than I, Gungadin. But as I recall, the the AT&T Stadium was not in existence in 1994 either. Mm, correct. And neither was SoFi. So that's why I say, if they want to really, you know, show a playpen. <laughs> You know, because the Rose Bowl, I'm afraid, is getting getting up there. Oh, yeah. Well, it is up there. I mean, goodness gracious. It's one of the story so, venues still, still but it kind of needs some upkeep. You're right. Yeah, so that's why I say, <sighs> But, you know, if, in, if it's in MetLife Stadium, it would be hilarious because that would be the only play, only time that that particular stadium would see anything resembling a winning team. <laughs> oh. And I say that, and I say that, having watched, you know, the Bills take one of the tenants' main quarterback, or the quarterback of the day, and try to fold him in half. Yeah, boy, back to New York. <laughs> He's injured, <laughs> right? Was, yeah, rib injury because the Buffalo defender basically said, "You know what? I'm going to treat you like the U.S. Postal Service treats Christmas mail." I'm going to fold, spindle, and mutilate you. <laughs> Even though you're marked fragile. Oh, man. Um, well, boy, this has been a nice show. And uh, do you have any uh, predictions? I'm going to say uh, I'm going to go to my Latin roots and root for Argentina. I got to be honest, with Mbappe versus Messi, I think Mbappe wins. I think it's going to be France. Really? Yeah, because Mbappe does things on a pitch. It's like, it should be illegal what he can do. To be honest, <laughs> it's like, yikes! He can make he can make a soccer ball do things that should be physically impossible. Right. So, I'll go with France on this one. Two good strikers for sure to make it a memorable uh, World Cup. But uh, something we'll probably recap on the next uh, show. Um, which will probably be next week, either Wednesday or Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern. We will let you know as per usual. But uh, we will take you now to the closing commentary for the podcast. If you have any questions, concerns, compliments, or complaints about this podcast or this Twitch stream, 
drop us a line at extremeanimeradio at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. You can find our links on linktree.com forward slash anime radio. And there you'll find links to our Facebook page, our Twitter account, our Instagram account, our Twitch server, and our YouTube channel. And don't forget, archived versions of this podcast are available at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio. So um, the Discord server, we've been sharing a lot of the the Japanese news lately. And also um, soon there, we're going to be sharing some uh, wallpaper for your computer featuring Umemi for Christmas. Uh, if you would like to download it there, it will be available for you guys. Um, we'll have two different versions for you to choose from. And we have, uh, in addition to the artwork, we also have uh, some cosplays that are hopefully in progress as we lead up to Christmas Day. And then, of course, we have uh, New Year's and everything wonderful to come in 2023. Um, so thank you so much for watching and listening to us here on the podcast. Um, our post-game stream tonight is going to be Mario Kart. Uh, I was tempted to continue Ace Attorney, but I think we're going to leave a full evening for that like we normally do because, yeah, um, this is taking way too long. I, I sound like a broken record every time we talk about this, Neff. Well, as I say, I mean, again, given my field of, of work, in real life, I, I find myself going, this one, this one is a case that has enough wrinkles. Mm -hmm. It could be a Sharpay puppy. <laughs> so um, we hope to finally uh, bring everything to a resolution and a conclusion the next time we play that. So stay tuned to our Discord and our social media outlets for all the latest news about that. We're going to get set up now for Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. And um, we might have a little announcement to make during the next stream. So stick around for that. It'll be quite interesting to get everybody's reactions. In the meantime, for Neff, I'm JR. Thank you for watching and listening. We will see you next week. Either Wednesday or Thursday, we have to figure it out. But in the meantime, remember, keep on looking out for the Extreme Mario Twitch streams. And don't forget, archived podcasts are available at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio or your favorite podcasting platform good night everybody good night and we'll see you next time okie dokie that is